Welcome to Connected Careers Camaraderie. Today we will be discussing about a legendary of a coach to the point that he only prefers to call himself coach. This coach has found a way to bring success to football to franchises that thought would never get to the promised land of winning a championship. Not just a conference championship, but also winning it all in the big game. Found a way in a short time period with both Atlanta, Jacksonville, and possibly even in Arizona. The coach has an interesting philosophy that he definitely goes by. I just simply just want to be called coach. If I want to make a name for myself, I need to show that I can win. If I can't win, don't even say my name. Call me coach. At some point with some of this philosophy of football, a lot of people didn't quite agree, especially when it came to freedom of speech during the times that he was in. But he made a valued point with some of the stuff he said. I came here simply to be a coach. I came here to win games. I came here to make championships. I've come here to make memories for fans that that fans will remember for a very long time. In a positive nostalgia. Want people to look back and say, Boy, those were great times when the lousy seasons come by. You are right to have freedom of speech. But know that there are repercussions... Are you here to win games or are you here to have a protestathon? If you are here to have a protestathon, go ahead and go to the Olympics. But I'm here to win games. I'm here to make champions. So what will it be, my team? A lot of the players had disagreements with what he said, but at some point came along and came to an agreement. I mean, the only time that he would have us kneel was kneel in prayer. He made sure that we were as a team. And he knew that it was either I'll or none. Uh, to be honest, the only people that knew about his name was the people that hired him. Everyone else had no idea what his first or last name was. He just wanted to be called Coach. It was simple as that. Coach ended up finding ways to make an unbelievable run with the Atlanta Falcons. Ending up having the Falcons be the first ever team to go undefeated 
since the 1972 Miami Dolphins and ended up becoming the first team to go 19-0. I mean, he knew that wherever he was going to go, in the city of Atlanta or anywhere in the state of Georgia, he doesn't have to worry about buying beer for the rest of his life. Doesn't have to worry about buying food. He brought a champion to the state of Georgia. But for Coach, that wasn't enough. I mean, I just wanted to find a way to... I got there. But I wanted to go one step beyond. I wanted to find a way to help the team that ended up losing to us. And ended up trying to find a way to make a little mini dynasty with them as well. So he decided to make a move and it shocked Atlanta Falcons fans. He went from Atlanta to Jacksonville. Jacksonville had a lot of promise with some of their starting rotation. Especially the defense. I liked the way that the defense looked. I could definitely see them become Saxonville once more. They just need to find a way to get that quarterback on the right track and they got themselves at least a playoff team. Not going to say big game team, but a playoff team. I mean, what could you say to a coach that found a way to have the Atlanta Falcons win the big game against Jacksonville and decides, hey, I'm going to go to that team that lost to us and see if I can help them win. I mean, how do you respond to that? Jacksonville ended up being 14 and 2. One of the heartbreaking losses was in double overtime, especially with a could have been tut winning touchdown catch, but turned into an interception instead at the corner of the end zone against the Kansas City Chiefs. We went 14 and 2. I thought that was a you know, I thought that was a great turnaround. And as I said, you know, I saw the goal. How many wins did they add last season? Oh, only one win? All right, let's get one win. Oh, we got one win? Okay, let's get two wins. We got two wins? All right, let's get three wins. And so on and so forth. And I got to the point saying, all right, we're getting close. Let's make the playoffs. Oh, it looks like we let's go win the division. And so on and so forth. Jacksonville ended up destroying the competition that they faced. They had a close game with the New York Jets that also surprisingly found a way to make the playoffs that year. I was really impressed with the New York Jets' improvement as a team. Especially the fact my brother was also a fan of the New York Jets. 
in the way that they played against us, but we just couldn't help ourselves but end up beating them up. And then ended up facing the Baltimore Ravens in the in the AFC Championship game. And it was a very bizarre AFC Championship game. Well, first off, it snowed. It snowed in the middle of Florida. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. And it ended with the result of 35 nothing. We shut down the Baltimore Ravens in their own game. Their best game was defense. And we beat them at their own game. As soon as I knew that we beat them at their own game on defense. And our defense was better. I knew we had a chance. And of course, waiting around to see who would represent in, on the NFC side. I was waiting around and I was hoping we would face the Philadelphia Eagles instead of the Green Bay Packers. As great as it would be to face the Green Bay Packers, I really wanted to face the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles looked the best team from the NFC. And I was very happy that they ended up being the Green Bay Packers and we got to face them. And got to face them they did. Neither the conference championship games were actually close. Ended up not being close. 35-0 Jacksonville over Baltimore. 31-6 Philadelphia over Green Bay. Yeah, a lot of people might be bummed out on what could have been of a Baltimore versus Green Bay Packers big game. But I was just happy to return back to the big game. Because as a coach, you never know if you're ever going to return back. I was very fortunate that happened. And then the coach faced something that he hasn't dealt with in a long time during the season. We were not in the lead. Philadelphia Eagles started out early in the big game and they ended up getting a 3-0 lead. To be honest, it was a little bit terrifying, but... You know, you just got to realize, find a way to get down in the end zone and get the lead back. And get the lead back, they certainly did. And even borrowed a little bit of a playbook from the Philadelphia Eagles. Instead of the Philly special, we called it... Ah, uh, let's see here. What was the, the Jackson... The Jackson... The Jackson Vaudeville. Sort of similar to the Philly special, but it's... But somehow the Philadelphia Eagles caught on with us, and I, and I was sweating, to be honest, because they sacked our quarterback, and we have about maybe... It, the clock winded down, and I got a call timeout immediately, luckily... We got the timeout in there with one second left before halftime, and we got the field goal, making it 
We ended up being up 17-3 around, I do believe it was the third quarter. And I saw the sidelines that the team was already celebrating, feel like that they already won. And I had to tell them, this game is far from over. Do not celebrate too early. Because you're asking for the football gods to be on their side. And what happened after you saw your team? After I saw the players celebrate early, uh, we got a punch in the mouth. They respond back with a touchdown drive of their own, making it 17-10. Oh man, I was really nervous. I just... It seemed to be that. It just meant to be. I find a way to blow it. And Philadelphia comes back and wins it. And we just fall short once more. But luckily, the defense didn't let us down. And we got a running back rushing in for one more touchdown. And I made sure especially... It was one of our backup running backs, you know, as thanks, you know, because one of our running backs was injured earlier in the season, and they stepped up. They stepped up big, so I wanted to thank them with getting them a chance to try to go for a touchdown drive at least. And they ended up scoring a touchdown in the big game. And 24-10, and I saw the clock winding down, and I was very relieved that we ended up being a great team in the Philadelphia Eagles. And I helped a team that, a franchise, that thought they would never get to this promised land, winning their first in their franchise history. And then, I saw what was going on in Houston. They got rid of their coach... The quarterback had controversy. The starting quarterback had controversy. Uh, the general management is being changed and everything. And I just thought, all right, let's see if I can make this team that's supposed to be the worst team and end up making them the best team this year. Whether or not it means leading to being the big game again or not. I explained to them, they tried to explain, to give me more money, I told them that there's a whole lot more than just about money. They didn't understand it. I explained to them, when I see a challenge, I want to be challenged. And this was going to be my greatest challenge yet. I mean, some people would think that he was bandwagoning a bit, but... You know, you've got to have respect for a coach that wants to challenge themselves and make them... And make a name for themselves. To be honest, no matter what, he's always welcome back to Jacksonville when he wants to come back. If he ever wants to come back. Eck, he could be the general manager. I don't mind stepping down. He's that great of a coach.
I know I told a lot of people that my choice of the next place that I would want to coach would either be Minnesota, Detroit, Cleveland, many other places that I never mentioned Houston, but Houston looked as a challenge and I was ready for that challenge. Not only did he make Houston a great team, he ended up making history with the Houston Texans. Becoming the first ever team to go 20-0. and 0. A lot of people were expecting him to be the first team to go 0-17. Ha ha! Well... Joke's on them. They become the first team to go 20-0. and 0. Second time I coached a team to an undefeated season. The main goal is getting to the big game with a franchise that's not very familiar. And I did that. And I ended up whooping the Green Bay Packers, I tell you. Oh, man. <laughs> And I even ruined the chances of Aaron Rodgers. And I ruined the NFL's dreams of a matchup of the Denver Broncos versus the Green Bay Packers. An Aaron Rodgers-led Denver Broncos versus the Green Bay Packers in the big game. I gotta tell you, I made one of the smart moves... I kind of feel like a bandit game that quarterback in the draft. Oh, my goodness. Everybody was thinking he was going to be the backup, but he ended up being the starter. His role was simple. Be the handoff quarterback. Make sure not to fumble too much. And do a play-action pass now and then. If he can do that, by golly, he's got something. The big game was actually close. At some point, it was. The Packers had their opportunity. We were up 21-14. They had their opportunity to respond back. They just couldn't quite do it. They held us scoreless in the third quarter. But we found a way to beat them down and just end it with 44-14 in the big game. It's really hard to, to say which is the best championship moment so far. But, man, I tell you, the fact of finding a way to give Houston a true champion... And as disastrous of an offseason they had, and they end at this moment... By golly, almost could make a grown man cry. And now this coach has said this. I've decided to challenge myself one more time. I am going to be a coach... Of some kind. Whether it's head coach or assistant coach. Whatever they prefer. 
However, I will be a coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Houston Texans fans were flabbergasted. But they understood. Heck, if he found a way to help us become a champion in H-Town. He is welcome to return back anytime. I wanted to do one more challenge. See if I can make a team that has been used to being in the den find a way to not win their division in the toughest conference in all of the NFL, but find them a way to get their first championship as well. And I found a way so far as we speak, so far as we speak, to have them still be undefeated. However, I'm really nervous because we're facing a Baltimore Ravens team that's 8-8. Eight and eight. If they end up beating us, it will be considered the greatest upset ever in the history of the NFL. No more mention of the New England Patriots against the New York Giants. No more mention of New York Jets being a Baltimore Court, Baltimore Colts, excuse me, in Super Bowl Three. Everyone will be talking about if the Baltimore Ravens pull off this upset against this Arizona Cardinals team. Oh man, I just want a close game. I just want a close game. If it's a close game and we lose, I'll still retire. Close game, we win, I will retire. Win, close game, loss, retire. Loss, it's a blowout, I'm returning back. And there you have it with the coach. The legacy of the coach so far. As I'm Nathan for this Connected Careers camaraderie. Saying so long until next time on the Gridiron.